Eye contact, body contact, every type of contact. Contact is good. Physical is good. Sex is a contact sport. And therein, therein lies the issue. We're in the middle of a pandemic with six feet away. People are masked. And yet we have this conundrum. How do we, how do we obtain intimacy? Quincy is making me a platform for said sex sling. Hmm. Because I'm, I'm probably about, I'm, I'm like target, I'm probably two, three inches short of target. Now, so like now, tippy toes gets me there. Now but, that uh, is love. You're talking about vertical height, vertical not height, yeah. horizontal so, height. Exactly. Okay. So he's giving lift to your dick. Yes. Okay. For, for dick. bullseye. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Would this be adjustable so you can turn a crank and well, upward and downward? We, or we is he the, going to be the, the one who makes all the changes? Well, we put the, we put the sling at the lowest possible position, uh-huh. and it's still too high for me. Oh, I had no idea. It was, oh, the chains. The chains, yes. Right. So he is making me a platform, and then if we were to ever what? switch, then we could just incre- you know, shorten the sling. You know, increase. You it. could add links to it. We but could. Then it's a whole chain you got to buy. Yeah, then you got to go to a whole new chain. Yeah, and then yeah. all the, yeah. The, the more you do that, the, the more apt it is to fail. Somewhere. Yeah. And you don't want to have that in the back of your head. We love good sling talk. Bada bing, bada boom. Like sands through the hourglass, these are the gay days of our lives. I hope we sound better today. We're using some enhancements to try to improve our microphone technique. So introduce yourself again. Oh, I, this is Tom. <laughs> I was going to go last, but this is Tom. I'm in the middle. I'm Daniel on, on the left, right. I'm Carl on the far left. And how do you all sound to yourselves? I like it. Yeah, it sounds good. It sounds very professional with the microphone and the headphones and the whole little getup. I feel like we're in the recording studio. It sounds cleaner. We were crisp. Yes, we were getting a lot of uh, echo and off mic stuff, so we're going to try to fix that for both of you listeners out there. (laughs) Uh, There's more than two. We think there's more than two. We're not sure when we might do this again because of Thanksgiving and then Christmas and then New Year's. We're going to have to change our schedule a bit. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Yeah. All the holidays. Inauguration Day. Well, Inauguration Day is big, and we're sending out an open invitation right now. We're having an open house on Inauguration Day. We're going to turn on all of our television sets. These are the old vintage TVs and a modern TV, too. And we'll be tuned in to the various networks to watch the big event, which I believe takes place at 10 o'clock Mountain Standard Time on Wednesday the 20th. And it's going to be virtual, right? I don't know. No, I there's... I do not know oh. exactly what's going to happen. Well, there have been so many diversions that no one's been addressing. So what's next? There's pictures of workmen erecting scaffolding on the Capitol steps. Ooh. I saw that two days ago. Oh, so wow. It's... There may be parts of it that are virtual, but there are going to be plenty Erections of in the mall. Exactly. Okay. Don't they call um, the the monument? There's one monument down there, the big pillar. They call it the nation's boner. Yes. <laughs> are you talking about the Washington? The monument? Washington monument. Yeah. Yes. 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 I'm a 
Hang on one second. Well, I sure hope we got that. Another glitch in the digital part. The analog part's working fine. The digital part, I'm not so sure about. I also rigged up a device to see how much electricity we're using to make a podcast. How much electricity do you think it takes to make a podcast? This is a guessing game. Yes, yes. Is it more than a light bulb? It depends on the light bulb. <laughs> an LED light bulb. It takes a lot more than an LED light bulb. But less than a 75-watt incandescent. No, it, that's incorrect statement, no. Oh, more than. Yeah. It takes 125 watts to, oh, wow. to turn next all of this. guess was 150. Okay. Well, it would be like Price is Right, higher, lower. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that game they used to yes. play? I love it. Drew because Carey does an amazing job now. Does he I, do the high-low game? Do they still do that? Mm, I don't know. if the high, What do you mean the high-low game? He does, yes. You've seen him do the high-low? Yes. Okay. I don't see it very often, but no. I have seen that game with him as the host. Okay, good. Um, I think he's very smooth. We didn't expect that out of him after the Drew Carey show, mm-hmm. which is how we came to know him. But he's he's become part of that show pretty well. Yeah. I mean, it does have a history. He's quite, he's quite funny, and if you didn't know this, he was a former Marine. Oh, really? He yes, kind of I has we did a Marine know look about him somehow. He also was a big Republican. Now, I don't know if he's really got that out there right now, but there was a time that he was proud to include himself on the right among Hollywood entertainers, and that's that's brave, I'll, I'll say, for a Hollywood person to come out and say, I'm on the right, not the left. But we'll overlook it. In some people's cases, we overlook it. Now, the... Uh, Discussion about the new sex swing, as one of my friends called it, one of my straight friends called it. I put a picture of it up last week, for those of you who aren't caught up or aren't on Instagram. We took a picture of Daniel, fully clothed, or as clothed as he usually is, in the new toy acquired from the estate of our friend Andy. That is not a toy. That's a piece of equipment. Okay. People lump you it together. You could use toys with it. You could certainly yes. use toys. And we got some toys with it. But anyway, there's a picture of it, an oblique, uh, not crystal clear picture of it in use on my Instagram page. And so I, a bunch of people said, oh, we like your picture, as, as people <laughs> do on Instagram. These are straight people, my relatives, cousins, nephews, nieces, who liked the picture. So one of my straight friends, who I've talked about here before, liked the picture. I said, do you know what that is? And his answer was, I think it's a sex swing, was his <laughs> answer. So anyway, how's that going with the uh, with that thing? It's going great. Like yeah. I was telling Carl earlier, we're building a little platform to get, you know, just enough lift for a direct hit. <laughs> Okay. I forgot the disclaimer. There will be frank discussions of sex talk here, so if you don't like that, you can turn it off or fast forward or find something else to listen to. But we enjoy talking about it. 
Now, I, I feel like sex is the universal conversation. If you're trying to engage with in a conversation with someone, talk about sex. It's on the list of things you're not supposed to talk about, though. Yeah, well. And yet, yet people do. Yet we all do it. So, there you go. It we is, could talk about water, but it wouldn't be as fun. Well, water... I thought, I thought the, the universal terms of items you don't discuss are money, religion, and politics. I've never heard it that way. I know plenty of people that love to brag about how much money they have, mm. and I try not to do that, partly because I don't have any, but even if I did, it's easy to say, oh, I wouldn't do that even if I did, but who knows. Did you guys actually use the thing in exactly the manner it's just intended, or did you just simulate? No, we used it. We we used it like it's meant to be. You have to try it out. Okay. Yeah, we had a take test it the home goods. and try. It. Give it a test drive. If you don't like it, bring it back. Where was this? In in the backyard. In the backyard of Quincy's. Okay. Yeah. Good. It was, it was quite amazing. What time of day was it? And, and it was a reversal of roles, believe oh, it or not. Wow. Yeah, I know. What time of day did you do this? Well, well. It was late in the evening. Okay. Like probably 8 o'clock. But everybody's under, outside. Under the cloak of darkness. Did you have the Patrick Kelly soundtrack going on the Alexa? I I don't even know. I, I was in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> you were in chains. <laughs> Patrick Cowley, we, did we talk about him last time? I don't believe so. We, we talk about so many things in between, and then I think, well, did we already do a podcast on that or not? But I was at my friend's house, who we hoped would be on the show today, but his girlfriend wanted some FaceTime with him, so he had to cancel his appearance today with us. He has a collection of stereo equipment and records, including... Are you sure we didn't talk about this? Okay, anyway... <clears throat> I'm we did off mic. We did off mic. Like that was a it. week ago. Okay. So here we are on mic, and we're talking about this. I'm flipping through his LPs. He said, did you see the one in there by Patrick Cowley? And I said, well, I flipped past it because I don't know who he is. He said, oh, t- pull it out and play it. This is a straight guy, mind you. So I pull the thing out, and he says, open up the inside. Open up the inside. Here's all these posters for gay porn movies from the 70s and 80s. Patrick Cowley wrote and performed these soundtracks to a great number of these things on his synthesizer. So there's a big picture of him on the front taking his cues from the monitor and playing the tracks. Well, he only lived to be 32 years old. We kind of know why he probably died, and that's sad. Anyway, the music is great, and we played some of it loud on the speakers. And I suggested that you dial up Patrick Cowley, see if he's on uh, Pandora. No, he is. There's and he a, is. There is a song by the name, I think it's called Menergy. Menergy, yes. Menergy. You sent that to me. That's a good one. I think that was the same exchange where I said, oh, and please bring your microphone. Mm. But anyway, <laughs> we'll forget about deep, that. Deep, deep. The only reason I... I don't like using this big silver shoer because it has some hum in it, and I don't know where it's coming from. So as long as somebody's talking, you don't hear the hum. It's in the silent parts, which we hope there are few of. Far and few between. It's 
far, few and far between. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm, I've always been bad at idioms. Right? So you think? I don't think you're. No, no, no. You're not bad at idioms. Now, oh, here's another thing. Buenas noches. Yes. And uh, we did. We did discuss this. Or do you? Was that a figment of my imagination? No, we did. That we did. Okay. In French, and in English, you could say "good evening," or you could say "good night." You could say "bonsoir," or you could say "bonne nuit." Those are the respective French, English, and French ones. So in Spanish, I said, "Oh, is there a Buenas noches and a something else?" And the answer was, "No." Just, you can use them interchangeably. All right then. Because the other night we were talking, and I said, "Well, I'm going to sleep." Buenas noches. Or did I say it wrong? And the answer was, "No, you didn't say it wrong." Because there is no other way. <laughs> what about German, Carl? Well, let's see. Um, I think it's good night. Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, what is that in German? Sure even I haven't thought of the language used for so long. I'd have to think back to it. Let me get back to you on that. Hmm. It's not guten Nacht. Well, there it is, but if if you're talking about good Abend, if it's good afternoon, right? See, good morning. It's they're guten all guten. Tag. They're all guten. Right. There's Every, guten Tag. Yeah, there's guten Morgan. Morgan. Guten Abend. Guten Nacht. There is there another one for the late night for, for late the, night or early night? You don't think there is? I don't think so. Or for the afternoon. Well, guten Tag is the whole the entire day. day. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyone out there listening can send us an email to gaydaysofourlives at gmail.com. I'll say that slower. Gaydaysofourlives at gmail.com. If you know the answer to our German question. <laughs> More so than I do. Here we have a German major sitting at the <laughs> table, and he cannot remember. But that's okay. That's all right. Well, you know, that was a Midwestern thing. I mean, I went to a college where you could also major in Norwegian. Wow. You know, so those things were reality in the Midwest. You come to the Southwest, and Spanish is the language. Mm -hmm. If you're in the Northeast, New England, you want to have French. Yes, you would. In grade school, I went to St. Gregory's Catholic grade school in Phoenix for eight years. And on Friday afternoon, Miss Carrera would come about uh, two o'clock. And she'd come in this big bluster of high energy and set up her bingo games or whatever she was going to use that day to get some Spanish into us. And I look back now and I feel bad that the kids were not really on board with it. They didn't, they didn't like it. They seemed to resent it. They seemed to feel like it was some kind of imposition on us. And I, re I really hope she had a good life. I worry that she was kind of dreading it, too. She'd come in pretty happy and wanting to have fun, and we just were not going there with her. And that was bad of us. You wouldn't play along. We didn't want to play along. And well, the French have done a very good job of marketing their language as superior to all other languages on Earth. The French? Yes. Hmm. Is there any... Does, does, do speakers of Spanish feel that they're kind of God-given superior? No. No. I, no, they don't. No. No. Although, did you... Pop quiz, what's the most, high, most spoken language in the world? Boy, I would guess Spanish. Um, 
I would be surprised yeah. if it is. I would think Chinese, um, just because of the look at the raw numbers. What do they speak in India? I don't it's even Mandarin know. Chinese. It is it Chinese, is. Yeah. yeah. If you just look at the raw number, is it? are they at 2 billion now, or what are they at? A large number. 2 plus, and India is at 1 plus. Well, see, that, that is the foreign language that has been, for a number of years, introduced as the most needed second language. Yeah, I had a friend in college that majored in business and also majored in Chinese for the purpose of being able to do business across the ocean. Well, our friend Joe last night, our friend last night was talking about world business. He's quite accomplished. This guy's a recruiter, and he finds people, puts them in high-paying jobs all over the place. And his knowledge of Chinese business and capitalism just knocked both of us over. He has command of all kinds of these. I mean, they sure sounded like facts to me. I don't think he was making it up. I think he knew his stuff. But where the world is going, it's a little frightening. But, of course, that's not news. Everybody knows that. So I've actually been hit close to home due to COVID, believe it or not. How so? So a family friend, you know, I hate to say it like this. He's not super close to me, but he was close to my stepfather and my mother. And they saw him on Friday, and he passed away last night. Well, what do we know about his COVID. age? I don't. I don't know. He was probably in his sixties, mm-hmm. young guy, younger guy. Yeah. And I don't know if he had any underlying medical conditions or anything like that. But it was fairly fast. He passed away, and believe it or not, my my stepfather is a Trumpy, and you know, I I don't know if that's by being hit so close to home, whether or not that will change his views. But I, I do, at some point, blame it on the failed leadership of the president at the moment. Well, sure. Well, I think many people do, and especially now that he's no longer going to be in charge. A number of people I've been in touch with who I th- saw as staunch Republicans um, have changed their tune. Now, the person you're speaking of was involved in the water tumbler. Yes, the, Would you tell the us water about that? tumbler exchange. Tell us about that. It has had quite a life. It's seen more places than I have. Um, a gift water tumbler got from Paul a couple of years ago when he was investing in startups and contigo was one of them so what, bought us a couple. what were you going to interject what is a water tumbler well you know you water oh okay. your water jars it's like a, cans it's like a yeti yeah a what a yeti a yeti a yeti I y-e-t-s thought was, i thought that was the abominable snowman no it's a company as well yes it's a company yes. what is that it? makes water tumblers i guess What's the name for the, what's the, is, Yeti is also the abominable snowman, isn't Yes, he? well, why not? All right. Anyway, Contigo, here's, that's what it sounds like. So when they, when they were starting up, he invested, so he bought a few of those and gave them out to friends. We were among them. Um, I took it with me. It fits in my bike just perfectly, you know, and it's great to take with me. It doesn't spill. 
Um, but I took it on the flight to Sacramento and thought I left it. I missed it all week long. And when I got back home, I realized I didn't have it. So I thought I had left it on the plane at the airport as we uh, disembarked, deplaned. Uh, it turns out that all these, what, five, six weeks later, I got a note from uh, the guy in Sacramento saying, oh, I thought that, that that was Tom's drink cup. So I sent that to Tennessee to him. <laughs> At a cost of $12.60. Right. So for $25, it was shipped from Sacramento to East Tennessee and back to Tucson. I think they retail for $18. <laughs> well, you got it back. I got it back, but with its dings and everything, and that's important to me. And this one is broken in. Which yes, you got to it's break mine. In it's mine. I have no idea yeah. what that means. It belongs to me. What I is know. going to happen on Thanksgiving? So my family is actually doing a <clears throat> uh, Thanksgiving on Monday, believe it or not. Day it's after a, tomorrow. Yeah, day after tomorrow. We're doing a little gathering there, partly because um, that's when family will be in town, but also um, we can all be outside. We can do everything kind of socially distant, and that's kind of the plan. Why couldn't you do that on Thursday? Well, I guess we could, but it sounded better. <laughs> Okay. Well, here's the thing about Thursday. You've got the whole Hustle tradition of it. You know, everybody's seated around the table holding hands and saying grace and dad slicing the turkey and all that. Clap trap. I you call know, it clap that, trap. Do you, yeah, do you like that, that word? You won't have on Monday. Monday, you'll be able to actually have it your way. And that's kind of how I like it. Yeah. Breaking with some of these traditions are a good thing. What are y'all doing? Uh, we are roasting a duck, I'm having baked yams and stuffing on the side and pumpkin pie and Waldorf salad for the two of us. Can I come over for pumpkin pie? Oh, please. Yes. <laughs> but we're also going to my sister's, so if you would like to go there for dessert afterward. I... I come for the company. I stay for the dessert. Okay. Well, well we didn't. I, had, I and thought that would be a nice little gathering for them. There's four. Maybe I that. should say that the other way around. <laughs> it's like far and few between. I come for the dessert I, and I stay for the company. <laughs> yeah. I thought we had invited you, and I thought you said you had family events, or maybe I didn't invite you because I assumed you did. Hmm. And well, I feel we really awful now. Service four, so. The uh -huh. duck, if you would like to be here for the in, the whole duck thing, starting at, what, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock? Yeah. No, 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 just plan on me for dessert. Plan on you. <laughs> okay, well, dessert. We'll plan dessert on me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Um, <sighs> if you're going to be here for dessert, then you're going to be like we are and going down the street. Okay. Because they're, that's their whole thing. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. This will be on Dasselerian. You asked what street it was. Dasselerian it is. Yes. Okay. We won't give the number. Which is otherwise known as Desert Spoon. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what's going on in the wash, or do you not want to do that? Um, what's going on in the wash? Well, we're having coyote kills. 
oh. out there. Two of them in the past couple of weeks. What was it? Like javelina and no animals, it's cats, a dogs, human. Yeah, I think they're being shot. Who? Um, oh, you mean people are shooting coyotes? Yes. Oh. Uh, uh. Do we want to talk about that or not? Mm, that's kind of a downer. Okay. Well, I, I would be interested out. in this actually. So I was I was having a conversation with one of my other gay friends the other day, and. <clears throat> The whole idea of like HIV and all that kind of stuff came up, and he mentioned that back in the early 80s, or when all this was running rampant, in places like in New York and San Francisco, people were intentionally getting HIV for the purpose of free housing and all that kind of stuff, free food and stuff like that. Had you heard that before? And I don't know if that's something we want to talk about. Well, speaking from the inside, um, I can't see any upside to getting HIV so that you can get a free, crappy apartment and boxes of food left at your door once a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's that smacks of smearing. But this, had you it, had you it, heard it, that before? Oh yes, okay. I've, you know we, we've we've gone through the whole thing about you know these people are such a drag on the medical system. Why don't they just fucking die already? Kind of thing. And we've gotten past that too, where I think we have at least. Where yeah, well they're all people too. It brings up the word of the day, which has never gone away, which is epistemology. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish. Epistemology. How do we know these anecdotes that are out there? How confirmed are is any of this? Is the question? It's there, like stereotypes, for example. Mm-hmm. Do you? I mean, do you know an Indian person that owns a Seven Eleven? No. Ex- exactly. You know, and I, I think these stereotypes are unfortunate f- because they generalize a population of people. Mm-hmm. There is a, a chronological set of facts that one has to consider. It was a long time before these social programs came into play, before they came into existence. People got sick and died and they had no one to help them. Eventually, the Ryan White Act went through Congress and those things began. Now, by that point, I'd be quite surprised if anybody... Was intentionally... Right. Yeah, understood. So there's epistemologically speaking, that anecdote doesn't really hold a whole lot of water for me. Okay. <clears throat> anyway. Though I have been approached periodically by people who ask if I would please give them the gift. <laughs> which I find absolutely yeah. creepy people. Those of you who are listening, that is creepazoid. Don't do it. I think that's pretty rare anymore, but yes, they're they're still out there. The people are still out there thinking. Now, whether they, they're doing it, I don't think they're doing it to get free benefits. No. I think it's a more deep-seated psychological problem. Yeah. We, well, we didn't finish about well, Monday. Yeah, this is all still off the record. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, well, so I intend to use that, but uh, if you don't, well, we can skip. No, no, we can. I was just... Uh, I'm just curious. Like, I heard this. I don't know if yeah. it's true. Sure. I don't, you guys have some years on me, so I was curious. We do have a lot of years on you. And <clears throat> this relationship we're having with our friend, the recruiter, keeps, I think, is getting more interesting all the time. I went to his house yesterday afternoon. 
to play records. And he just got his speakers fixed. He brought them over here, and we re-foamed them, and he took them back home, and he was blasting them, and he wanted me to hear, so I went over. So he had taken the day off, and he said it was going to be 4 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. He said, Look, I'm going to order in some food. You, what are we going to get? And I said, what if Carl came over? He said, oh, yes, yes, call him. The more the merrier. That's exactly what he said, those exact words. So... We Two phoned. more ears to hear. That, yeah. yeah. So we phoned Carl. Carl walked the dogs and then came over in his car separately. So the three of us were there playing records and joking around and having a good time. And there's, uh, there's a frankness and an openness and an acceptance of us as gay people, old gay people, from this young straight person that I'm just knocked over by. So yeah, he seems to be um, accepting of, and the reason I say that is that well, we both have to leave early. We can't stay there late. We have to get home and take medication and tend to our dogs again and those sorts of things that uh, a loose group of straight guys drinking until three o'clock in the morning wouldn't have to put up his barrier. And sleeping over on the couch. <laughs> and knocking lamps over in the middle of the night. And waking up naked. You, no, I don't know about that. No, I'm not waking sure up with that. cotton mouth. Oh, yeah. God, imagine what that would be like. What no, is on the you. menu for Monday? Well, uh, just kind of to finish that thought, oh, you sure. know, I think... I think a group of, of straight guys act very gay at times. Mm-hmm. We've all seen the Sean Cody movies. Yeah. I'm sorry I keep bringing them up, but they're such a cliche. They're accurate. Do you know, tell, give me an example of that. Well, your cousin, or not your cousin, but the guy that married your cousin. Didn't you tell me that he... Yeah. Yeah. No, we're, or, we're all kind of... Piggyback rides are not gay activity. But, but we play, but like, but like back in the day in college, I, would, I had mostly straight friends. And we would hang out. We would play grab butt. You know, we would be in the front room of one person's apartment playing video games, all sitting in our boxers and things like that. You know, and um, you know, we, yeah, I will admit it. We, we showed each other our dicks. You know, we were just curious of like, hey, let's see each other's dicks, and we whipped them out. And so, had... boxers is a gateway underwear is that correct yeah okay you you proved it yeah i'm wearing boxers today believe it or not that's not my underwear of choice but i i periolis had a sale and i ordered them and they were had a nice design paisley and you told me the other day you went to a a meeting with a client that turned into a few hours including an offer correct turned out really and what were you wearing what were you secretly wearing during oh i was wearing my nasty pig underwear I, I thought you said you also had on something else. Oh, yeah, cock ring. Okay. Always. I always wear a cock ring. Oh, oh, I didn't know that yeah, was always. I'm, I'm wearing one right Those now. Those <laughs> are your uh, little uniforms of personal power. Yeah. That's, that's how I see all of that. You know, it's, uh, it's something that I only know I'm wearing, unless, you know, you're getting busy with someone. But it... I don't know. It just kind of it's an it's a turn on for me. It a, psycho, you, a psychological turn on. Yes, it gives you a a spring in your step and a twinkle in your eye. That yes, <laughs> and a jingle jangle. A jingle jangle. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> your pants. Okay. <laughs> now back to my 
a question that was like four questions ago. What are you actually eating on Monday? A turkey, a ham, turkey. the basics. Oh, yeah, turkey and ham? Yeah, oh, we, we do it all. Oh, wow. And drinks all around. This is at whose house? At my house. At your house? Mm-hmm. So all the family yeah, is coming all the family. There. Yeah, so we're trying to just limit oh. the exposure. Mm, okay. That's why we're doing it all outside kind of deal. You have a lot of room outside to do that. Yeah. Well, there's okay. the front porch and the backyard there. And then it's a wide open house, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. But it's not just dessert. It's kind of the meal after the meal after Thanksgiving. Once you've cleaned everything up and got the turkey all put away, then you begin eating again. And you make turkey sandwiches with stuffing on them and cranberry sauce just mm-hmm. piled mm-hmm. high. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and eat more food, you know? So that's what's going on. Plus, uh, Kim is here from Virginia. She's my brother's wife of many years. And she has all these southern foods. She makes corn pudding and what have you. So mm. there's some good stuff going on there. I love the sound of that. Corn pudding? Yeah. Hmm. Is that like apple fritters? It's more like tamale pie. Oh, okay. it, it's got... It, you, tamale pie and corn, and corn pudding are kind of the same format. Mm. You know, there's yeah. different spices, of course, but... Same kind of thing. I mentioned this the uh, yesterday at our friend's house uh, to a collective yawn, but I'm going to mention it on here again and see if maybe our listeners care even a tiny bit about we'll this. Cheer. Hmm? Maybe they'll cheer. Yes, that'd be great. For 40 or 50 years, I should go back and look. Maybe you can pull it up on your phone while we're looking. It's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown was developed as a cartoon television show in maybe 1965 or so, I don't know when. We, I kind of like to know when. That's what I'm trying to figure out here. Anyway, it was a half-hour show, maybe just an hour, played on CBS with commercials, and it was a big hit. People loved it. 1966, October 27th. Okay, October 27, 66. I was a junior in high school. All right. I was in the eighth grade. I thought of myself as being above all that. Exactly. The, we're, we're already growing it's up. We're going to need this stuff. But it turned into this. I had already gone into Rocky and Bullwinkle. I had a bit well, of yeah, snark yeah. going on. But Rocky and Bullwinkle did not have a Thanksgiving or a Christmas show on the no, big network. Sadly, they did not. Well, the thing bounced around. For some years, CBS played it and played it, and then somehow it ended up on ABC. I think Disney got a hold of it. Well, this year, it was announced that Apple TV had acquired the rights to it. So no longer could it be seen on a lowly broadcast television set with an antenna pointed at your nearest mountain. You had to buy Apple TV and buy a little box and pay for the subscription. That's the only way you could see... It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, or whatever. The, there's, there's. Maybe I'm thinking of another one. There's a, there's a Thanksgiving and a Halloween and a Christmas one. I may have these conflated, but anyway, a deal was struck after a certain amount of backlash for the PBS Television Network to get it back from Apple. For one night only, we're not sure, but at least Wednesday night, PBS will have it on their free stations. KUAT is our free one here. So you have a 
antenna in your window, plugged into your TV, you can watch it for free, just like we have for the last 54 years or whatever that is. And I think that's kind of significant. People laughed at me, but I thought it was interesting. Well, as long as you're doing RIP, mine is for Arecibo. Oh, yes, I think when, yes, when yes. a culture uh, ceases to look outward from its own world to outer space to see what's out there and begins to erect walls around itself and seal itself off from the outside world and this being the, out, the real, real outside, outside world, world. Yeah. and think about a space force because we have oh, to yeah. protect ourselves from ourselves. Um, we've turned a very big corner. Do you know what we're talking about? Arecibo. Can you spell it for us? You probably can spell it. I'm, I'm rather not trying. A-R-E-C-I-B-O. It's in Puerto Rico. It was, it's been in two movies. Yes. It was in contact with Jodie Foster. For good reason. And William Fickner, I think. And uh, Michael McConaughey was in that, too. And what's the other movie it was in? It was in uh, one of the James Bond movies. Yes, yes. It's a huge... It might have been Golden Eye. I'm not yeah. sure. It's a big cement bowl oh, it's immense. In, uh, in Puerto Rico with cables suspended from the sides, from the perimeter, hanging from which equipment is hanging in the center. It's a huge parabolic reflecting dish. And it can't be moved. It's permanently there. So whatever angle the Earth is pointed at at any given moment, it's looking at the sky in that teeny tiny fraction of a degree with great precision and great power. And there was a line to, there was a time, <laughs> there was a huge line to get research time there. It was coveted and hard to get. Those actually mean the same thing, don't they? No, they don't. Any case, in all this damage from all the hurricanes, a, a toll has finally been taken, and one of the cables failed and smashed into the concrete a few months ago. No one was hurt, but it had to go offline, of course. Well, now another cable snapped, and it was announced two days ago, we're going to just turn the thing off. We've had a good run. Thank you very much. Click. Off go the lights. So this was a huge undertaking by the scientific community, and now they're walking away from it. So we think that's pretty sad. Yes, it is unfortunate, but it's unfortunate, and not a but, but a, and it comes down to money, and that's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Well, the National Science Foundation has a grant they get from the government every year. Now, it may have been cut recently, I don't know, but it feels to me like there, this is a conscious decision that somebody somewhere has made. In lieu of this, we're going to not do that. And I'd sure like to see the balance sheet, who's decided that it, how much does it cost to string a new cable, and where could we spend that money, and why are we spending it, and is that all open or is that closed? I don't know. Well, as a corollary, this is going to further marginalize Puerto Rico. Yes, yes. And that may and, be, and, and that was caused for great celebration on that island. People loved it. Mm -hmm. We are literally running out of tape on our machine, and uh, 
this is just purely academic for most people, but I may have to use the analog backup. Applause, I heard. Huh? What? Was, was it, that what? applause I heard? Oh, yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it was. I'm going to have to use the analog backup recording to get this thing on the air because it, uh, the digital failed at some point during our recording here. So, by virtue of ancient technology, we will be coming to you this week, one way or another. And it might be a while, like I said, because of the holidays. So, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And, and happy holidays. Yeah. And maybe Merry Christmas and maybe Happy New Year. But we will be back. I, I guarantee we'll be back before the New Year. Yes, have a ball. L is for the way you look at me. O is for the only one I see. B is very, very extraordinary. And E is even more than everything that you adore. Love was made for you and me. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs>